Reggie Kane, and welcome to this week's Pokemon Go Fireside Chat Editorial. I am your host, Jackie Kane, and today I'd like to talk a bit about Shadow Pokemon. Not of the backstory of Shadow Pokemon that I keep procrastinating, <laughs> but particularly about some of the new elements of Shadow Pokemon that have been introduced into Pokemon Go as of recently. Or should I say, at least of recently as I'm recording this. I am, of course, talking about the new Go Rocket leaders and the updates we got around that time. Most in particular, I want to take some time to talk about Shiny Shadow Pokemon. Cause, oh boy, Shiny Pokemon in the GameCube games? <laughs> that is a beast in of itself. Some people would consider it even urban legend. But I, dear viewer, am here to tell you that they do exist. But getting them is a little convoluted to say the least. And the reason it's convoluted is all due to the way this game handles the whole concept of snagging Shadow Pokemon. If you've not played the GameCube games before, one, I encourage you to at least check out my retrospective on the Pokemon Coliseum games I did for the podcast a few weeks back. Because I'll go over the basis here for people who didn't see that. But you really need to check out just how unique the whole concept of catching and battling Pokemon worked in these games. It's part of the reason why I love them so much. So essentially, both Pokemon Coliseum and Pokemon XD Gale Darkness, the two GameCube games that feature Shadow Pokemon, revolved around this region where there are no wild Pokemon. Add a little asterisk star, however I want to pronounce it, to Pokemon XD because there's exceptions in that. But I'll go over that whenever I get around to doing basically the Pokemon XD retrospective. For the most part, the only way you can get Pokemon added to your party is stealing, <clears throat> I mean snagging, them from the bad guys. Despite this concept of stealing Pokemon, you're never really the villain in the game. At most, you're an anti-hero in Coliseum. And the game makes sure you stay this way and don't just steal every person's Pokemon by only allowing you to steal, I mean snag, Shadow Pokemon. And you may be wondering to yourself if you're a main series game player. Jackie K, I know from every other Pokemon game, you're not allowed to catch the trainer's Pokemon. So even if they make the game revolving around that concept, there is no way there could be shiny Pokemon. Because the game already programs it. So another trainer's Pokemon can't be shiny. That would just be cruel. Imagine if Youngster's Joey just threw out a shiny Rattata. And there was no way for you to get it. Because you can't use a Pokeball on another trainer's Pokemon. And that's part of the reason why Shadow Pokemon Shinies are a very fun concept. In Pokemon Calcium and Pokemon XD. Basically, a Shadow Pokemon can be shiny twice. Once before you snag it, and once after you snag it. It's very weird, I know. And unfortunately, we're only going to get more complicated. 
in order to explain why the heck it works that way, I'm going to have to get super technical and possibly a bit nerdy. So, grab a seat, get your popcorn ready, folks. Because <sighs> we're going to talk about Shadow Shiny Pokemon in the games that they originate from. So, in the main series games, when you catch a Pokemon from the wild, it becomes yours. When you're checking it out, you can actually see that it has an ID number assigned to it based on your own trainer ID. Basically, the game's way of telling you that's your Pokemon. You can see what... It's also the way you can tell where a Pokemon originated from when you're trading it. The Pokemon that you trade will keep its original trainer as well as the trainer ID. Think of the original trainer as that tag in Pokemon Go when you trade a Pokemon. If you were to scroll down the Pokemon stats in Pokemon Go, you can see that the person that you traded it from. It works in a similar way in the main series games, where no matter how many times you trade, because you can trade a Pokemon multiple times in said main series games, you can always see the original trainer that caught the Pokemon. In addition, I assume so people can actually keep track of who owns the Pokemon, even if they share the same name, a Pokemon gets assigned a trainer ID number. You get assigned this ID when you start up the game, and every Pokemon you catch has that ID. And here is where it gets fun. When we translate this concept to a video game that involves taking Pokemon from other trainers. You would think, because they're not actual player trainers, that they wouldn't have their own trainer ID. And while I can't prove if they actually have a different trainer ID from before or after you catch it, what I do know for a fact is a lot of the values that make up a Pokemon change between before and after you snake it. Mostly things that affect the stats of it, like its nature and possibly its IVs. But more importantly, that numeric value that determines whether or not a Shadow Pokemon will be shiny changes between before and after you snake it. <laughs> so it's theoretically possible to encounter a trainer and for their shadow Pokemon to be shiny, then snag it and have it no longer be shiny. I forgot to mention that the odds of it even appearing shiny are the same as the main series games, which are extremely low, so in order to not only see a shiny shadow Pokemon, but snag it and have it still be shiny once it's in your ownership, is incredibly rare odds. More likely if you're able to encounter shiny shadow Pokemon in your travels, you'll be left with disappointment rather than delight. However, there is a light to this tunnel. As it is true that a shiny shadow Pokemon can lose its shiny lust once it becomes yours, a shadow Pokemon that's not shiny that you snag can become shiny after you've captured it. So the few people who are brave enough to shiny hunt in Pokemon Coliseum will often do it this way. Snag a Pokemon then check for shiny, reset, and repeat. As you may guess, not too many people shiny hunt in Pokemon Calcium just because of how tedious the process is. There's also been rumors for the longest time that when you purify a Pokemon, everything gets re-rolled again. So if that were true, 
you could find yourself with a shiny shadow Pokemon and then lose it after you purify it. But at least according to the source that I'm relying on the most to fact check myself when talking about shiny shadow Pokemon, that is not the case. Once it's in your ownership, if it's shiny, it'll stay shiny. I think a lot of the confusion comes from the fact that when you first snag the shadow Pokemon, it can lose its lust between the transition from the original trainer's ownership to your ownership. And you may be thinking, oh boy, that sounds super cool. I can't wait to do some shiny hunting in Pokemon Coliseum and in sequel Pokemon XD Gale Darkness. Unfortunately, I have to break some news to you before you go trying to shiny hunt in Pokemon XD. They simply don't exist. Shiny Shadow Pokemon don't exist in Pokemon XD. Because the developers realized this weird bug that happened with Shadow Pokemon in the original games, and they tried to fix it by just simply shiny locking the Pokemon altogether. However, in Pokemon XD, there are some situations where you can get sh Pokemon that aren't Shadow, and in those situations, they still have the possibility to be shiny, so you can shiny hunt your starter, and a few couple instances that you're able to find Pokemon in the quote-unquote wild. Again, I'll explain more when we actually get around to talking about Pokemon XD. While I'm talking about things that are shiny locked though, I might as well just give the whole list of everything that can and can't be shiny in these two games. For things you can shiny hunt for, we have Shadow Pokemon in Pokemon Coliseum, and basically any non-Shadow Pokemon you can get in XD Gale of Darkness, including your starter, and any wild Pokemon you may find. For the things that can't be shiny though, it's kind of the opposite way around. In Pokemon Coliseum, only Shadow Pokemon can be shiny, so your starters can't be shiny, any Pokemon you get through the plot of the game without snagging can't be shiny, and so forth. A little bit of fun trivia, there's some instances in Pokemon XD where you can control Pokemon that aren't yours temporarily, called a Battle Sim, and from my source, these cases have a possibility of the Pokemon being shiny, so there is a situation where you can get stuck with a shiny Pokemon but not actually get to keep it, and I find that rather amusing. Maybe because it reminds me way too much of the days where I played this fan game remake of Pokemon Red and Blue. It's probably buried in my channel deep somewhere. Where I was battling a bug catcher and the stupid Weedle was shiny. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, no, some memories never die. And the day I find a shiny Pokemon in a battle sim CD. The day I'm going to have to, like, buy a whole new salt container just to contain all the salt I would have. Thankfully, when you battle Go Rocket leaders in Pokemon Go, you don't have to worry about the shiny Shadow Pokemon turning non-shiny or vice versa when you're catching it. So, hooray for modern improvement. <laughs> hooray for drastically differently functioning games not having the same issues. I guess my overall point is if you really want a shiny shadow Pokemon, your best bet of getting one is to battle Rocket Leaders in Pokemon Go. But this was all fun trivia that I wanted to share with the rest of the Pokemon Go community. Cause even if you did play the main series Pokemon games, 
there's a chance that you missed the GameCube games. And even if you did play Pokemon Coliseum or Pokemon XD, with how rare shiny Pokemon are in the main series games without all the tricks you have in the modern games, shiny Pokemon were already rare back in the day. Like you think the 1 in 450 shot we have at a normal shiny Pokemon in Pokemon Go is bad? Try a 1 in 8192 chance. That's basically how rare shiny Pokemon were in the main series game. And keep in mind that the GameCube games severely limit how many Pokemon you encounter slash catch throughout the entire adventure. So while in a main series game you're probably encountering thousands of possible Pokemon you can catch, you'd be lucky to break a hundred total Pokemon you can catch in any of the GameCube games on a normal playthrough. In fact, with in Coliseum's case in particular, a hundred's being generous. I could probably estimate closer to 50 with full confidence. So yeah, unless you're going out of your way to hunt for one, you're probably never going to see a shiny shadow Pokemon either before or after you snag it. And because shadow Pokemon in general were in one of the more obscure entries in the entire Pokemon series, I'm not too surprised that shiny shadow Pokemon is a concept that's not normally talked about. Thank you all for tuning in to this talk about shiny shadow Pokemon. I go over a couple more things I'm excited about with this most recent update and how it ties back to the GameCube games, but I'm kind of drawing a blank. I guess I was just so excited to talk about Shining Shadow Pokemon with y'all. I'll be sure to include a link to the video I've referenced the most to fact check my work and all. It's a fairly old video done by a YouTuber called Vlogs Pokemon, and he has a video in particular going over everything they just talked about includes some visual examples of people who actually encounter shiny shadow Pokemon in the game. So if you want to learn more about shiny shadow Pokemon, you can check out that video. Check the video description of his video to find other videos of people who encounter shiny Pokemon in this game. And just go down the rabbit hole of shiny shadow Pokemon in general. If you like what you see, or like what you hear, be sure to support me on the platform that you listen to me to. If you're watching from a podcast platform like Apple Podcasts or Google Play, good reviews on that can help my content get reached by other viewers and listeners. Similar case goes for YouTube. The whole liking and subscribing thing helps my content get out to more people. And sharing is always the best way to spread the word around. So if you want to sh- tell a friend about where Shining Shadow Pokemon came from, just share this podcast or video with them. If you want to check out more content I do, or get updates on the content that you like, I highly encourage you to check out my website. Link will be in the show notes slash description, and it lays out everything you know, and is organized by the type of content I do. There's even a Pokemon Go section specifically for Pokemon Go content, if you just want to find the best places to follow me for that stuff. Really hope you come back in the future for more editorials though. I feel like I'm only just beginning to scratch the surface of all sorts of fun things that we can talk about in regards to Shadow Pokemon and how they tie back to the games that they originated from. Until then though, take care.